0: My name's Lyndall Weston, and I'm from One Organic. And yeah, basically, uh, we have an organic biodynamic farm up in Possum Creek, near Currabill. Yeah, we do certified organic seedlings, sell them at all the local markets, you so will catch us at markets five days a week. My husband and I work seven days a week, but uh, two mornings a week, we have volunteer woofers come along, and they come. They have a beautiful organic breakfast and go home with a, a box of amazing vegetables. They work with us by our side for six hours. We do that because then they're not exposed to the heat of the day and that sort of thing. We're six thirty to twelve thirty, and then they've got time to go to the beach in the afternoon or go to their jobs because um, most of the woofers that come to our farm are actually working in and around Byron in different restaurants and and different jobs, cleaning and so forth. They just come a couple of days a week and they help us out with um, planting out seedlings and um, putting mulch out and um, most of the woofers that come along, they've done their time for their second year visa, they actually want to come back. For the experience because they just love it so much because we share um, how to grow organically and we share with them uh, a lot of information about good nutrition and health and and so on so it's a win-win situation and And we get to, uh, you know, have people from all over the world now farm as well. And then actually that reflects a lot of them. Uh, We've had quite a few that have decided they, they want to become farmers. Yeah, particularly this Japanese man. He was like, said, I'm going to be a farmer. And Kieran said to him, there's no money yet. He said, I don't care. And that's, you know, that's the real thing that uh, we're making a difference in their lives. And, and they're making a difference by allowing us to grow beautiful produce. Uh, we take our biodynamic and organic produce along to the weekend markets, to so say Bangalore monthly market particularly. And uh, our customers there just really love it.
1: How would it be working without woofers?
0: Well, instead of working seven days a week, <laughs> we'd be working... 10 days a week if you can fit 10 days into seven. We would have to cut back on what we're doing because it's just not possible for us to produce the quality and organically without help.
1: Not just on your farm, but across Australia, uh, there's been some changes in the woofing policies, haven't there? Can you elaborate on on what that is? Yep.
0: Okay. so what the government have done, um, there's actually a second year visa program that they have and with that second year visas the woofers go along and they work on farms, any farms, not just organic but any farms because all farms are a lot of hard work and many hours of manual labour. They're able to do 88 days and then once they've done that it means that they can get a second year visa so they can come here for us for uh, one more year and it's been a great program because it helps out the farming community and they're getting a fantastic experience here in Australia on farms, organic farms, any farms. What has happened now is the actual government have changed the rules and they're now that what they're doing is saying that farmers have to pay the woofers, the award wage which is about $22 an hour I believe for a casual worker on a farm. Then of course all the paperwork that comes with that, taxation and, and so on and so forth. Farms just cannot afford that. There's just not enough money. You know, if you go into the veggie shop and see the price of the, the veggies, think about what is involved in actually growing those things. Like a broccoli head it takes over three months to grow. It's being watered every day, it's being nutriented and cared for for three months and the farmers getting maybe a dollar or two for a head of broccoli. There's a lot in it.
1: So the rules have changed with the woofers but this all happened very fast didn't it?
0: Yes it did. It was initially mentioned in May and on the 24th of August there was seven days notice given. So if any woofers that hadn't started doing their second year visa on a farm before the 31st of August, they will now find it very hard to, uh, to be able to come back to Australia for a second year. And, and that's like that's tourist income, all sorts of things like
1: that. It really do affects the small farmers, doesn't it, as well as the people that are coming to visit and stay here and work here. But that's the, the crux of it, isn't it?
0: Yes, yes. And the thing is, if we want to grow and buy locally and be sustainable you know there's going to be no local food because all the farms around here are small and can't really afford to pay those wages so
1: could it be that people the community or or the traveling community can get themselves together and continue doing it for nothing? I mean do they have to be paid or can I just come to your farm and say I just want to help you?
0: Yeah no problem they can do that the the whole purpose of this was for them to get a second year visa so they could come for a second year so fine for the first year people that just want to come along yeah that's great but it this is specifically for the people that are coming for their second year visa so they're the ones that are really motivated as a farmer we do need some reliability and they have that motivation to come along and be reliable whereas other volunteers they don't have any real reason to come and it's very sporadic so we can't rely on them to run a business you need reliable people and and that's why the second year visa workers are really they make a commitment and they stand by that commitment because they know that the outcome is going to be good for them and everybody else.
1: So how is it going to change your farm? We'll just
0: cut back on the growing of produce really.
1: That hurts me to hear that.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah it really hurts us as well because we really we love farming we love growing the most amazing produce Uh, we use Korean and Japanese farming techniques as well as biodynamics these are all things that of course we've learned from overseas as well and we've had quite a few Japanese and being able to um, share their knowledge and our knowledge and it's helped us to learn more because you know we've had plenty of people come that have worked on farms in their home countries so they've been able to share their knowledge as well so it's you know everybody's losing out all around
1: and what other things do you have going at the from the farm i mean you've got your seedlings and your your veggies and fruit
0: um, no, we don't have any fruits, but other than, of course, we, and the seedlings, we grow watermelon seedlings and rockmelons and things like that. As I was saying about Curran having the um, knowledge about the uh, Japanese and Korean farming techniques, uh, he's now making uh, probiotics for our soil, basically. They're called effective microorganisms. We sell them at the market, and basically it's a, it's a rice wash, and that's fermented. It's very concentrated, you can use it not just for your plants, But in the soil, what it does is it multiplies all your good bacteria and microorganisms. You can also use it to clean your water in your water tank. You can use it in your compost toilet. You can use it to break down your compost four times as quickly as you normally would. You can even make soil from sawdust with effective microorganisms. So it's a must for any home garden. It just comes in one litre, and that's a good six to 12 months Uh, usage it's very concentrated you only need one mil per litre yeah but you can't overdose on it if you wanted to put the whole lot in your garden (laughs) sounds good enough to drink yeah yeah look yeah i don't see why you couldn't
1: (laughs) and there's an event um coming up isn't there which uh, i think we're probably going to be talking to paul Krieber about but this is on your farm tell us a bit about that um
0: yeah it's basically it's a seed saving day but it's, it's also a sharing day of saving, sharing and swapping seed, but also plants and skills. And everybody is welcome. You don't have to have seed. I had a customer just come in before. She said, oh, I felt like I couldn't come because I didn't have any seed to share. We've all got something to share. And it's just basically asking that everybody purchases a $5 raffle ticket and that money will go towards, um, you know, the Byron hinterland Seed Saver Seed Bank and any future events.
1: Great, and kids are free?
0: <laughs> yeah, kids are free. More kids, the merrier. Uh, they love our farm. We've got two beautiful dogs that are very kid-friendly. As long as they're good at throwing sticks and pine cones, they're welcome. For
1: hours on end? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and where is your farm? And do people um, just turn up or is there a way of getting in touch with you? Um,
0: no, people can just turn up. It starts at 2pm on Saturday the 3rd of October and we're at 151 Friday Hut Road, Possum Creek. Uh, so when you turn into Friday Hut Road at Currabel, it's the second
1: farm on the left. Uh,
0: it's one and a half kilometres in, so hence the 151
1: Friday Hut Road. Wonderful. Any last words of wisdom?
0: Yeah, basically, I think the most important thing is everybody to do their bit and grow at least some of their own food. That's the best way to keep it local, is to actually grow your own. Of course, to support all the local organic farmers, but not just organic, conventional farmers. Any farmers should be cherished because um, it's getting harder and harder to farm particularly on the small scale but yeah head down to the farmers markets and support the farmers that's the best way
1: thanks for doing what you do
0: oh we love it
1: (laughs) bay fm 99.9 organic community radio harvested fresh every day